Peterborough and Hastings on the Trans-Canada Trail, there's this big tunnel that you have to ride through. It's big and circular and it looms up in front of you as you ride down the path. I think there's only two of them, but when you see the first one, it seems like the strangest thing you could encounter. Last week, my partner and I, we went on a long bike trip from Peterborough down to Campbellford, and we encountered this, this big tunnel while we rode our bikes. response to the tunnel was to let out loud whoops and cheers, whereas my partner's response was to hold his breath. I thought it would amplify the sound of my rattly bike a bit more, but you can hear that it still sounds the same. trip, he made me this bike out of various parts found at the local bike shop. It's bright purple. And you wouldn't know it when you look at it, but the fenders are actually part of a different bike, which is partly why my bike rattles so loudly. The fenders don't entirely fit on it. The trail we were on, not this one, but part of the journey was on this really bumpy trail with all these big rocks, and it would cause my bike to rattle like crazy. It also caused these vibrations to go up through my whole body. And just jolted me awake. <laughs> what you're hearing now is on my bike on the smooth trail and even still it's rattling quite a bit. The sound is a little bit annoying, but I've come to really like it. Reminds me of how my bike was put together and what it can go through. 
Last week was my birthday, and or two weeks ago actually, it was my birthday, and we decided that we wanted to go on a big long bike trip. Rather than do anything else, we decided 130 kilometers by rattly road bikes was the ideal. So last Tuesday we we left our house and came out the back door and set up our bikes and my bike had a flat tire, two flat tires, so I was pumping it up while we got everything else ready. Last year, the bike trip we went on, I was in charge of bringing food and I entirely messed up. I didn't have um, cooler bags, so a lot of our food started to spoil during our, our trip because we were out in the hot sun in July. And all the food I decided to bring was like cheese and meats and it was just a bad idea. So this time, I let someone else be in charge of getting the food. And we had a lot of sandwiches, which was great. He landed right in the air vents of my helmet. I was like, that ain't a leaf. There's no trees. Aw. He's very big. He's a proper bumble, I think. While we were riding... Ah, I scared him! He didn't need water after all. A little bumblebee flew into Jeff's helmet. tried to give it a little bit of water because it looked like it needed a rest but inadvertently we splashed it and scared it away
about mango juice? No. No? No to mango juice. Orange. <laughs> I was facing away from the microphone, so I sound all muffled. We stopped in this very pretty you don't know about kind of farm field. There are these big concrete cubes that I think used to um, be used to mark the mark where roads are on the trail and force uh, cyclists and horse riders and things to slow down to go between them. So we just sat on these concrete cubes, ate our sandwiches and apple juice. clouds in the sky, it was very sunny, lovely temperature for a bike trip. There were birds flying around and some bugs just fluttering by, not too many to be annoying. And where we sat on these concrete cubes, we could look out over some sort of field of, I think it was wheat or maybe corn. There are trees behind us rustling. We had a second just to catch our breath and enjoy the landscape. Passing by all these beautiful trees, changing colors. And there were there were some where they kind of created a tunnel over the path. And the leaves were falling upon us, and we were just in a tunnel of yellow and red and orange. And sometimes they were coniferous trees, and we were in a tunnel of dark greens. In one area, we were going through this kind of dense green forest and we found this um, nook, call it a green nook, that seemed very magical. for a second. Do you see him? Maybe he's in the leaf. He's sneaky. 
What's that? What did he look like? He's white and fuzzy, and he had little black spines. Fuzzy little caterpillar guy. So fuzzy. So, so where are you? What does it look like? Uh, well, we've come across a bunch of signs that tell us that we are an unknown number of kilometers away from a, a great number of locations. So, for example, we don't know how many kilometers away we are from Norwood, Havelock, Stony Lake, or Hastings. Or Rice Lake, but there are signs all around us telling us that they are some number of kilometers away. Uh, there's a box of maps that contains nothing, uh, and there's a blank blue sign, which I don't know. I don't know what that means. So it kind of looks like if you follow this trail, you could get to Rice Lake somehow. Hmm. But it's not really a trail; it's overgrown with with greenery. things that are green. But there's like a number of different species here, but they're all the same, same color green. green. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of how plants work, actually. Wow. Show me another green. That's not green, it's, it's fall, so those are turning yellow. that green nook we of course continued on and the next stop we made was at a town called Hastings that's beautiful yeah the blue sky's gone it's all gray and scary and uh the wind's picking up I think we're fine no it's fine while we were in Hastings the weather changed drastically just while we were sitting and eating lunch great blue skies that we had enjoyed them that morning had turned to these ominous dark gray clouds that were encroaching like a wall from the west. And as we were eating, it slowly came closer and closer and closer. Until finally, by the time we were done, it had overtaken us.
Maybe this is like a black diamond bicycle path. <laughs> While we were biking, we reached this part of the trail where... Well, it's got to go. There were these massive rocks so, uh, in our way. By rock. Into the swamp. Gross, it splashed me. This rock that we found was about the size of two oh, fists. Killed a fish. We picked it up it's off the path. The algae just goes back to where, where it was. Yeah, it fills in the gap. And threw it into this algae-covered pond. The pond looked entirely green. And when we threw the rock in, it made this it's hole. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and the hole in the algae looked a bit like a chicken. As we stopped and oh my god, I know. Threw the rock into this pond. Tough. And so are you? Well, I'm all the time. We're tough. We're tough. It made a chicken. <laughs> she squint. As we stopped and contemplated the water and the rocks and the chicken shape that the rock made in the water. We were trying to build up our courage to to continue on this path with the massive rocks that was. Rattling our bones and rattling my bike. Wow. Initially, our plan was to go much further than Campbellford, where we made it. At this point, in in my head, I was thinking we're never gonna make it, but we have to. this recording of us going through the tunnel on our bikes with me whooping and Jeff holding his breath
the journey took us three days. We went 130 kilometers on our bikes. Eventually succumbed in Campbellford and rented a, a U-Haul truck. But we did 130 kilometers of the Trans-Canada Trail for my birthday two weeks ago. And these are the sounds of that trip. Listening to the sounds of the Trans Canada Trail. And also, you've been listening to Sounds Like Hope, a Peterborough independent podcast, and a show on Trent Radio 92.7 in Peterborough. The music in this episode comes courtesy of Fletcher, a Montreal based artist, and the song. The always now. I hope you enjoyed listening.